Man, just let that roll all day long. <laughs> you want to talk about music being weird? There's freaking Exhibit A. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you didn't drop the remix. Patient Unbelievable. Zero. <laughs> yeah, keep your Listen, 230 clip out weird. of here. We listen to songs that we uh, we submit to a shared playlist. We give it uh, a non anonymity, I think is the word, and uh, then we vote. Each person casts their votes. Songs that get unanimous yes votes get dipped in gold and added to an eternal playlist we call the Guild. We're about ready to find out which of the songs we've been listening to for the last week are going to earn that honor, and which ones are just going to get crumpled up and thrown in the dustbin of history, where they'll be forgotten, along Trash. with songs from. You know, Led Zeppelin and David Bowie and all those guys. Welcome, my friends, to the Gilded Playlist. Let me introduce the panel. I myself am MC Lubs, and I'll be guiding you on this journey. Next to me here on the right, down in Egypt land, is Jazz Bergo. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Lubbies? How you doing, man? Good to be here. Good, good. He's on the ones and twos. It's producer Luke. Hey, How bud. do you do, fellow kids? What's happening? Eh, not too much. Things yeah. good in your world? Yeah. Just excited to uh, potentially go along here because uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Been a while. Been yeah. A while. And last up, he's the guy that makes the whole thing possible because he hates music. We think it's uh, it's the robot. It's the AI. It's GD Dave. What's up, my man? What's up, loves? Good to be back. Uh, ready to see how the the final songs on our first goit play out. Not interested in music. Just interested in process. That's yeah. our robot. <laughs> Stats, <laughs> numbers. Yeah, seeing how everything goes. By the way, Man. random shout out to this song, uh, Tinseltown, Covered in Blood. This was the first Salt AI song to get a to get a guild. This was used uh, on a Netflix show that Nat and I watched recently, a show called The Chair. And I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Tinseltown. Random nice. oh. random, uh, good music selection there. from. Good job, Destroyer. The CGP. Hey, should we, friendly should we do our Netflix pod now? Like, was that a good show? Uh, it was a pretty good show. It was, yeah, it, it's got all the, you know, the drama, the insight, and somehow associated with being a college administrator and professor, which seems like a, an interesting little road to, uh, to navigate oh these days. Oh so, boy. yeah, it sounds awful. So I'll take a pass. <laughs> well, sub, I'm going to sub it to TGP next week and we'll see how it fares. Okay. Everybody's got to watch it and, uh, Dustbin. you know, an- anonymously submit your vote. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's head over to Chit Chat Corner. What did you guys think of this last week's double list? We we weren't able to record last week, so we we started with five. We added five more. Mm-hmm. Jazz Berger, what was your take? Uh, I thought it was decent. I had a decent number, uh, probably higher than average uh, for my yes votes. So I guess I liked it. But um, yeah, there were there was there was only a few songs where I, I didn't care for or I really didn't like. So, but there were some, uh, there was probably three fencers that I'm still kind of fencing on, but so we'll see. Possible raids. Possible raids. Interesting. Luke, yeah. what, what were your, what was your uh, take on the whole thing? Well, much like Salt AI, I'm also interested in the trends. And I felt like the first half uh, was the Sleepy Time Thunder Mountain Tea uh, theme, if there was a theme. You know, there was a lot of songs that were just like, hey, this song's chill. This song's cool. You know, you hmm. can take it or leave it kind of thing. And then, second half it, there was the return of random screaming um there was all kinds of other random things going on so the end of the goit kind of just threw out everything it could uh but i would say i had about my usual number of yeses and there's maybe one or two songs that i'm kind of leaving up to the discussion tonight so i'm uh i'm yeah i think there could be yeah. a lot of 
strong Your opinions usual here. number of yeses means nine out of ten, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 11, eleven out of ten. <laughs> I'm gonna give a yes vote to another song that I don't even know yet. Yeah. What about you, Lubs? <laughs> um, I was cracking up this week when uh, Big Brother Dover chimed in and said he was in some coffee shop in San <laughs> yeah. Francisco, and yeah. everybody thought he was super cool until uh-huh. a certain song came on. Uh, yeah. that, that made me laugh. Good stuff from Brent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I think it's the, the week one was the ultimate fence week, and okay. I found myself in the scenario where that playlist played perfectly. Huh. And it helped. Uh, it helped elevate. Um, helped elevate a few songs, but none of them were slam dunks on their own. Right. Um, so, it, it, gosh, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it from right. start to finish. I love it. I love All the right. game. Nothing wrong with ten bangers. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. You were throwing um, on your scarf, and you know, you were checking the stocks at your coffee shop uh, mm-hmm. down in your office, smoking my pipe. Yep, mm-hmm. the whole thing. That's I like good. it. Yeah. So why don't we get into it since we got a, a ten song playlist? Let's uh, let's get it going. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything left at Chit Chat Corner that I may have missed? Let's do it. Let's get into the right. sleepy list. Permission to no. depart the station, uh, Commissioner Dave. Where do you want to begin? All right. Let's start things off with uh, Verona from Lastlings. And we'll start off the 10 songs with a split vote. Not great, not terrible. I can kick this off. I was a, I was a no, no person. Um, I guess this was a listener. I'm not sure why. I couldn't find anything that had, you know, the Lubs or the Berg fingerprint. And um, it's a very sleepy, very pretty song. Um, I wrote down that Floated By Called and Peter Cat and his band are pissed. He didn't know you could get sleepier than uh, than he'll floated by. Uh, I'm no stranger to a sleepy song, but you know, kind of the moments that you want on a song like this is when all the layers like actually come together and really crescendo and spark something in you. And that did not happen for me. Um, I'm guessing that if you love the song, it's because the breathy female vocals kind of speak to you, you know. But um, it was a gentle sleepy time, nah, for me. I think I love sleepy time. I'm yeah. with you, Luke. I, I huh? actually had PTSD kick in because <laughs> that intro guitar, I think yeah. it's the exact same riff as City Music by Kevin Morby. And right. I would be thinking like, dude, <laughs> am, I, am I strapped in for a nine minute freaking mm-hmm. marathon here? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eric. Can't, can't do that, Eric. Listen, Eric <laughs> and I are boys now. Yeah. I, I voted yes on that freaking rad Nils whatever song. Yeah, City Hello. Music was Salt. He was the other Kevin Morby. Oh, right. Oh, okay. okay, close. Man. I, city music was the one where freaking Garb was like, oh, that shitty music. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Gold dust. What's up, Garb? Mm. Yeah, so anyways, uh, this has got that, I guess, it's it's only four minutes, so it, it has that going in its favor versus the nine minutes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Mazzy Star song, minus all the fuzzed out guitar. Right? Yeah. yeah, so that vocal, I guess, is something that if you're looking for that, it's, it's definitely like got this innocent kind of quality for it. It sniffed the fence. But it realized uh, it didn't have nice. the hop to ever get up over it. Um, yeah. And so it was a nah. I can only Just imagine work. that if Verona were here, they would have this to say and retort. Mm-hmm. 
fight back. I'm guessing that's like the strongest they feel about any kind of, you know, something we might say about their song. Sorry, Berg. Is this a Jazzberg song? It it sounds like it might be. I had an assault. Yeah, this is a Berg submit. Uh, It's it's pretty funny because I cracked up last or two weeks ago when Dave first introduced this song because he's like, let's kick things off. (laughs) You know, this is like normally, normally song, song number one is, is a strong song out of the gates. And and this, it's just cracked me up to have it, have it be song number one and to have that, uh, that introduction because yeah, it's definitely not a song number one type of song. It is a sleepy song. And I was kind of torn on whether or not I should submit this song just because I usually when I submit a song, I like to submit a song where I feel like the artist has some meat behind them. And there's other songs uh, that I feel are worthy of discovery once you dig deeper into their catalog. But with these guys, so I really like this song. This song came out in 2015 and it was on their first single. And I do dig her voice and I like the simplicity of the piano and the guitar and just kind of like that drum tap through through the song cross um yeah yeah and i wish they had more material like this but unfortunately they kind of went off in an electronic techno uh style of music that i don't like which is probably surprising for the listeners since usually i'm submitting synth pop and techno tech stuff but the type of electronic music that they put out i don't really like but i do like this song and i thought this would be a good song balancing off things like Tammy's and uh, V red and, and that sort of thing. Right. And I thought maybe, maybe a guy like garbs or would like this song. So I'm interested to see if, if he liked it or he hated it, but, uh, but yeah, I, so. I, I can appreciate the, I tried to kind of balance out my eight songs that I submitted yeah. for the goit. And I feel like I kind of sort of did the same thing. So yeah. You and this know was when the early, this was also an early themed submit song of mine where I had a few songs with the title of Verona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was going to submit three Veronas, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, but this one, this one lasted, I, I do like this song and I, I felt it was, was, uh, nicely packaged in with my other Goit submits, but it, it's, uh, it's an arrow into the ground. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Next song. Find the, out. I mean, we the listeners might like it. Oh yeah. The, the listeners, <laughs> what the listeners make of this one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, enough of the listeners did like this one to push oh. it over the fence. So it's it's gonna be in the dustbin, but it gets the two votes. Wow! I take back everything I say about the listeners. Yeah. Shout out to the listeners. <laughs> Unreal! Yeah. Wow! I'm actually kind All of right. relieved because this song kind of reminded me of like Sinead's Miracle album from season one. You know the the easy just were listening to. easy well, with what that's what I'm saying. But I was like, as I was writing my semi dunks on the song, I was like. Do the Holmesbees have some miraculous story about independently coming across the song in 2015? Like that, and that would have, you know, totally. Man, there might be one of those me. on this week's pod. Oh. I'm just saying, there might <laughs> okay. be one of those. Preview for I later. I take offense to comparing that song to Chanel. And you submit <laughs> yeah, no, it. I submit. <laughs> take that, Lastlings. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's move on. What do we got next? Let's Come do it. Ish. All right, song two, it's going to be Geographer with Kites. My wings are like his, all my words on his lips. No split here. Got ourselves a panel fork. Yeah. Dude, what the fork? 
This song's good. Take a bow. Who, who wants it? Yeah, who's taking the bow? I'm surprised. Yeah, this is a Bergson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm two in a row for Virgo. Uh, um, yeah, I'm really surprised because so I've been struggling with trying to figure out a geographer submit since season one. Wow. And it's kind of the opposite of what I was saying with the lastlings, where uh, with geographer, I listen to everything this guy puts out. Uh, every album he puts out, I spend the full album and I just, I listen to it like on repeat or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, this was, but his other songs aren't what I would call singles and kind of, this is his only sort of single song. Right. And it just, and even that's got a, yeah, but that's what I like about uh, it. I like that. It's not like super, you know, formulaic single. Geographer was the one that sings the other song named Verona, right? He does sing right? a Verona song, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just got a nice layering of sounds. It's got some bleeps. He's got kind of uh, a little bit of maybe a little offensive, but he's got a little Morrissey-esqueness to his voice that uh-huh. he likes to put on, on display in, in mm-hmm. some of his other songs and kind of on this song. And, uh, yeah, and he weaves in the cello and, and likes to weave in some strings and stuff. So his... His other music is usually not as electronic as this song, but it's definitely worth checking out if you like this song. So I'm surprised. Uh, I'm blown away. Um, I've never heard of this guy. This is why we play this game. Um, This is one of your favorites, and and I'm blown away. I think this is the best song on the list by a mile. On this, Uh, these five? The first time I heard it. Look, I put it up there as maybe, maybe the pick of the season. Wow, oh, dude, this is the uh, this is the um, I can't remember the, what's the season one <laughs> submit. Uh, bodies. Oh yeah, this oh, is bodies. the bodies. yeah. Maybe maybe, I'm, maybe I'm overdoing it. it. Like easy. yeah, that's it's like the Sinead comparison. Let's just take it easy. <laughs> maybe I got dial it back just a little bit. But like the, the thing I liked about this song is how, like the first time I heard it, it was like I, I like the ones where it's just immediately evident that I'm like, oh yeah, I like this a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And and that happened with this song, but it, but it it did a little bait and switch because it starts with that little Ocarina of Time Zelda <laughs> yeah. Casio thing, the A-Pet and then he comes shifting. in with that Morrissey, just a little effeminate uh, voice, yeah. And then it, it he's like, you know what, I'm going to go up into the falsetto range, but I'm not going to push it too hard. I'm still uh-huh. just you know a guy here recording in probably his apartment somewhere. Um, but like the falsetto is so nice. It's just delicate, I think, is the word I wrote down. And I, I was like, you know what? I freaking, I'm liking this. And then you get that double kick and and a little bit of... Uh, it starts to fill in around it. And another mm-hmm. Zelda sound effect comes in. Another, <laughs> like, another, uh, you know, video games type sound comes in. I, I'm just... I'm like, I'm all in. I like this. And then he starts jamming more stuff in, like, freaking cellos and everything. I, I, I don't know. Um, there was no doubt. The first time I heard it, I was hooked. And I was like, yep. Uh, that's that's not going to be difficult to say yes to. So that's yeah. that's my story. <laughs> yeah, easy yes for me. Uh, surprise! I've uh, I saw this dude live at Belly Up in Aspen. Uh, oh. I even have his vinyl. Yeah, one of the vinyls of the early albums. Um, and this song reminded me. I never really dug in or kept listening to this guy as much as I meant to, and uh, I obviously sure. sh- should have. Yeah, because like this guy knows what he's doing. Loves. I totally hear what you're saying in that even though it starts off with kind of things that don't seem like they match, like they do. And you kind of immediately get the sense of like, Oh, this guy had a plan for the song, you know, like he mm-hmm. didn't just like write this on a napkin and record it in five minutes. Like he put this together, you know? So let's go on the journey that, uh, you know, where I saw you into the beat drop starting at like 26 seconds. Where I saw you. 
Bought in China. Beat, the beat almost reminded me of sleigh bells a little bit, but like the most laid back sleigh bells ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he takes it up to another level, like you said, loves in the next chorus. And then those strings eventually in the breakdown are awesome. Yeah, freaking geographer. Just one dude out of Minnesota, right? Or wherever he's from. Um, California. California. Who knows this guy? Also, this song is kind of the meat of the first five songs. Eleven and a half million spins on this on this song. So, geographer's doing well for himself. And I'm which album do you? I'm happy about that. I can't remember the name of it. It was like not this one. 2012. No, it was a couple albums before this one. So, um, this was 2010. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, which which album did I get then? Maybe I got the one after this. I need I need to go look it up and remember. But, um. Yeah, this guy's just putting out hits, and I, I'm, I'm with you, Berg. I like that yeah, he, he doesn't really have like radio singles, and yet he's got a whole little genre of music here that's just listenable, start to finish. Yeah, he put out an EP like a few weeks ago. Even it hit the release radar. But nice. uh, yeah, and he's got albums out maybe once every two years. So good stuff. Listeners, what the listeners think? Don't let us down. Uh, the listeners were a bit split, but they were split on the right side. So nice. got ourselves our first guild of the week. Nice. Well done. Well done, geographer. Excellent. All right. Well, let's move it along then. We got we got uh still what eight songs left. Let's plow ahead. Next what do we got next song. time? Yeah. All right. Next up it's the Chemical Brothers and One Too Many Mornings. Uh, for this one, we're going back to the split vote. Mm. Crash and burn, huh, Mav? Um, I'm also a no on this one. Do we have three Berg submits in a row? Is that possible? Um, <laughs> I said there's some hand drums in here towards the middle. And I'm like, is that Berg? That's like the closest thing I could figure out. Um, this song does a lot of stuff. Uh, but none of them, you know, really gave me the, uh, the goose pimples, the, the excitement, the skirt blowing up, if you will, you know, the little underwater sounding build, you know, from that preview it is all right. And then the, also kind of another unintelligible chorus. I, I, I looked it up and apparently like there's only four words in the song. It's here where we belong repeated often. That is the entirety of the, uh, the lyric sheet for the song, uh, which is I think right here. Um, I did write similar layering as Verona, you know, establishes a few pieces on their own and then you play them all at the same time. I mean, I guess that's EDM in a nutshell, right? But um, this nut was not, not doing it for me. So it, it, I listened to it a lot. I tried to find, you know, the, the magical moment and I just, I could not get there. I, I wondered if this was one of those songs from the beach, the movie, the beach, it really reminded me of that. And then I looked that up and it's not, that's a uh, porcelain by Moby. was one of my notes yeah 
I thought maybe this yeah. was the song they used when they like get to the beach, uh, but then that's also not it. That's a song called Pure Shores by All Saints. Same has the little like watery aquatic feel to it, I feel like. Uh, anyway, not as not a strong nah or yes, uh, you know, another fencer where I was just like, I couldn't I couldn't get there. Couldn't get super excited about it. Lubs, sounds like you might be with uh, me. Yeah, to- total fence. Uh, but this one cleared the fence for me. I, I ended up giving a yes vote. Uh, again, Brother Brent says he he, he just he's got to have a song that uh, got some lyrics he can sing along to. I hear that, and uh, there's definitely some of that later in the list. Uh, but I also say screw that. Uh, I, I I'm down with this song. Um, I think I might be falling a little bit victim to looking at the date on this song and thinking, hmm, 1995. That's yeah. These guys are a little bit trailblazing, I think. Like the the kind of lo-fi beats. They're predating the huge Moby breakout album around 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I was like I. I think these guys are set in a scene. And then I, I remember, I think that this, I've got some history with these guys, but they've been out of sight, out of mind. And uh, th- this is like a 1995 song. Um, I feel like I know them and I, I've maybe, maybe this is a Berg submit and that he used to play this stuff a lot, but I, I couldn't remember it all that well, but it well, somehow yeah, had that Brothers feel are... of like something familiar the whole yeah. week. Yeah. Chemical Brothers are kind of, I mean, like you said, Trailblazers, right? I mean, they've been doing this kind of thing you know for the a really long Brothers. time. Yeah, um, yeah, like, like so yeah. everybody, everybody knows that name, right? But like, how do I know that name? But I don't really. I went right. and looked at and listened to like the top five songs. I'm like, I don't right. remember all these that well. Yeah, I'll jump in because this is a Berg submit. Um, Berg. I submitted this. I submitted the, the whole playlist. Actually, all ten songs are Berg submits <laughs> this week, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, strap in for the ride. Uh, yeah, so. I have a handful of songs, uh, everything from Beatles songs to uh, Pink Floyd to Chemical Brothers, where like they're songs I love and they don't sound like that band uh, at all to me. Like they, huh. they're standout songs, like they're outside of that that band's usual, right? Uh, like what you'd expect, right? And so that's what this song is uh, for the Chemical Brothers, because like, so the Chemical Brothers songs were amazing they were they were masters of samples and and putting stuff together like that and but most of this chemical brothers songs were stadium type songs that were amazing either live or amazing if a dj was doing a set like at a rave or something uh they were great songs to build on top of and this is very different from the stadium songs that the chemical brothers were known for just because this song in my opinion is such a masterpiece of studio work it's just like it doesn't get better uh when performed live uh, or you know remixed or whatever it's just like the way that they put together the layering on the song um from my opinion it, it's just it's great I, I, I this has just kind of been a slow burner song of mine that i've i've loved ever since i first heard it way back in the day and it just with the other songs that you know they've kind of aged and i don't really put them on anymore but uh but i'm always happy when this song comes on so that's why I submitted it. I love that strobe effect. I don't even know what to call it. I call this it a strobe kind of stuttering effect, effect or whatever. Stuttering, it is. yeah. It goes yeah. from right to left to right. Like you put this thing on loud with some cans or some some good AirPods. It's cool. It's kind of hypnotizing. It's I can appreciate like that a, theme too, Berg. That's that's cool. Like, how how did this band write this song? When you look at the rest of their their catalog, that'd be a fun little theme to explore in itself. So yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I'd love you. You'd recognize like Galvanize and, and like the, their big stadium right. songs with Q-Tip, the, the Chemical Brothers. Don't animals. hold back. That, that's a that's a good time. They All were right. yeah. At, at one point, they were the biggest like in the sort of rave scene, like as far as live performers back in ninety, late nineties or whatever. When that wasn't super popular, so yeah, Trailblazers, man. So, what did the community think? Mm-hmm. So, this one did get a passion token from listener Blake. He said, oh. "When the beat kicks in, I almost skipped to the next song because I didn't want anything else to come in ruining that incredible setup and groove." Thankfully, they don't drop the ball and it stays solid all the way through. I was surprised to see the 1995 date on this one, but realized it gave me some Zeropa vibes, which is always a good thing. Great hmm. submit. Wow. Nice. And along with the passion from him, uh, it seems like the listeners in general are passionate about this one. This was their their favorite song from the first five subs. So we're going to push this one up into the fork. Why can't I say fork? All right. Surprise, yeah. brothers. Uh, Three in a row right. from Berg. What could be next? <laughs> yeah, what, what's next? Let's, uh, let's move it along. What's number four? All right. Next song, it's going to be No Sidewalks from Mixtape for the Milky Way. Quiet cul de sac, picket fences, welcome. Uh, this one's coming in as a split vote as well. Ooh. Splitsies. Another Berg submit. <laughs> yeah, Berg submit. I'll start off. Um, so it, like, I couldn't figure it out. Is this the guy from, like, is this, is this a sub project band? Is this. Uh, the voice sounds super familiar. Um, yeah, no, it is. It, it is Ben Hibbard. It is not the, the Death Cab guy. No, yeah. it is not. But it certainly sounds like him. Yes. I'm okay. Right. Yeah. Because my first note is this Death Cab for Cutie. I, I'm not too familiar with Death Cab for Cutie, but it really sounded like that, or some, or the Postal Service. Were were they the same band? Uh huh. Obviously, Postal Service, the same, the same lead singer. <laughs> yeah, Ben Gibbard. Yeah. Oh, really? As uh-huh. th- okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I kind of get behind the voice because I I remember enjoying that voice. Uh, the thing that really throws me off on this song is I think it's impossible to get behind this song if you're hung up on the no sidewalks lyric. And mm-hmm. and then with the way that they hammer it home at the end, you have the drop. Um, yes. I think it's the last drop where, where like the backup singers are even saying no sidewalks. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm just not passionate enough about sidewalks. I <laughs> figured out, right? Well, good because there are no sidewalks. Yeah, that's right. Um, you would like this neighborhood yeah. a lot. Yeah. Other than that, I just, yeah, I just, I, I just didn't really, you know, dislike it. Other than that part, but it's, it's not clearing the fence for me. Even though it was a submit. <laughs> keep, keep, uh, keep up the work. Can I go here? It was Luke? a I- Yeah, get in there, loves maybe the most perfect fence ever submitted because huh. I felt when I cast my vote that I could be swayed so easily that I was going to have regrets <laughs> listening to either side of the argument. Right. Um, yeah. The death cab postal service thing. This song is so boring for like a minute. Um, right. And he's walking through the street or running through the streets with a can of gas. And I'm like, bullshit. No, you're not. You're freaking strolling to this beat. Give me a break. Right. Um, <laughs> hard to imagine it, it's it finally kicks in around 1 30 and they they layer and they build the crescendo all that stuff that we love and the background shouting is corny but i actually kind of liked it <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like in the car be like no, 
sidewalk. <laughs> you got the um, lyric. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that lyric. So I ended up yeah. um, like still ringing in my ears was the phrase "voting yes is more fun," and so I voted <laughs> yes on this thing. Oh so. man, surprise yes vote from Loves. Yeah, so. uh, yeah Luke submit. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say. This is a DW song that I, I like the drop. I like when it hits at 106. Here you go. Uh, right here. What a neighborhood. No sidewalks. It's a sweet little bass line. Little tinkling piano. No yeah. sidewalks. Just the tinkle. Yeah. Are you paying attention no to the no sidewalks lyrics? When you listen to it, does I'm it not? not? This no, is where my, okay. my lack of lyrical attention. I don't understand why that bothers you. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, we can go back to Kingsley on a day of blues, there's bad right? lyrics. That's why it bothers me. I just feel like <laughs> it fit. I, isn't this like a complaint? Isn't his whole point is like, if suburbia sucks, I'm going to go burn it down, even though yeah. I'm like the most mild-mannered mm. pussy ever. Like, okay, dude, whatever. <laughs> right. right, yeah. And I had, it's like, I, I'm a big city guy. That's eh, annoying, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, it is, is a song that song when it base. came on, I was like, I dig the little groove of the song. And upon submitting it, I was like, well, there's a good chance that, you know, the vast repetition uh, for old time's sake, I did. I remember Garbs counting up how many times they say day old in day old blues. And it was like in the hundreds. He actually says no sidewalks, including the background vocals 22 times. So uh, hmm. it's not as bad as you might think. So um, you weren't bothered by the fact that it sounds like death cap for cutie because it, that. Yeah, I hear you. That is an uh, interesting I, I like sensation where, okay. like, yeah, it, I like I've playing this game. I've I've realized that it's interesting how I'll all fall on both sides of the fence depending on how they come off. Like, right, if an right. artist reminds me of another artist, sometimes that can you know be the the needle in the cop or the the nail in the coffin or whatever, and uh-huh. sometimes it can you know really dunk it home for me. Right. Um, yeah. No, this is but, a uh, Minneapolis-based recording artist, a guy named Jeremy Messersmith. So it's yeah. uh, either that or Ben Gibbard has come up with another you know, pseudonym to use so he can put out even more music as if he didn't already have enough oh, bands. Wow. So... Uh, yeah, real simple submit. You know, I just threw down a little little bass thumper of a song that doesn't really have Dig a lot it. to say, but uh, that Dig was uh, my DW submit and reasons for that. So does do, do the beloved listeners sneak this into the fork somehow? I'd, I'd be shocked. <laughs> what so, got, got a couple different comments on this one. Uh-oh. Uh listener Vargs said, I spent five days thinking no sod- sidewalks was the late Chester Bennington. Oh. Who's wow. Chester Bennington? From Lincoln Park. Uh, from Lincoln yeah, so Park, I looked him up. He was the lead vocalist of Lincoln Park, Grey Days, Dead by Sunrise, and Stone Temple Pilots. Oh. That's right. He did some some Stone Temple Pilots for a while there near the end. Wow. Uh, huh. Far, and far then, cry from Ben Gibbard, but interesting. I guess I can see the similarities there. Uh, listener Ben dropped a passion token on it, said, oh. love no sidewalks. This whole playlist rocks. Wonder how many were subbed by Gromsies. Feel all chill and fantastic. And this was in regards to the first five subs. Nice. So much better than Screamo. All fence into gold for me, but I expect <laughs> most won't love all of them. No sidewalks had a special spot because it was singable and chill. Very Sution Stevens or even the Billie Eilish sub, all I ever wanted. This wow. list was fantastic. Man, hot takes from Ben, as always. Man, okay. yeah. Thanks, Ben. Nice work, Ben. And uh, enough people agreed with Ben as well. So this one's also going up to the fork. Wow, Dude, the what community, the fork? they are four for four so far. They love this list. Wow. wow. Yeah, so Chill Beats is the, is the TGP audience. I don't think I knew that until season three, oh. week 10. 
Uh, the Tammies are freaking just scowling at the community right now. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, ee, ee. All right. Well, <laughs> you got yourself a fork, Luke. Nice job. Wild. Let's move it along. Next song. Next right. song. Next song up. It's uh, the last one from the first five. It's going to be Feed Me Jack with Twice. And we'll wrap up those first five with another split vote. I got a theory. I'd like to come out swinging. Go. Um, I really hope this is salt because I think that this song, I like to identify three previous TGP submits that this thing is a direct, it's, it's in the family tree. It's like somehow we split the DNA of, um, Naya Izumi's soft spoken. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. That's a similar piece guitar we got. tone. Yeah. We've got With we got a little bit when it kicks in, about a minute in, uh, the guitar comes in and we get chasing waves by the Vista kicks. You're welcome. Okay. And <laughs> then at like I don't know, with like a minute left, they decide to bust out some weird minor key jazz chords that nobody ever uses <laughs> for good reason. Mm-hmm. And like this complete left turn weird thing happens, and that's straight out of the Steely Dan Josie plays book playbook. <laughs> and there, oh, that's, your wow. that's your family tree for this song. Discuss. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? And that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have I, a sample of that last minor key bit? Uh, yeah, right here. Is that what you're thinking, Lance? No. Uh, oh, do you mean uh, before before they get there? This? Yeah, that's like the up-tempo good part. Yeah, hang on right here. Yeah, here we go. Oh, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, I could imagine Berg getting all uh, seasick from that that little line right there. That's a weird Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm going to raid redemption this one. <laughs> <laughs> Berg, are those three three songs dissected and added up to something good for you? Uh, yeah, I dug the song. Um I thought it was just unique and I dug the guitar intro followed by the the low key lyrics and kind of just uh, unique lyrics as well as being low key. Um, and then the explosion around 110 where uh, the guitar picking and hi-hat tickling come in and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it was, it was nice. It was, it, uh, um, do you have that, that, that sample? Yeah, one, one around 110? Yeah. Yeah, I'll listen yep. to that. My head's um, Yeah. Hopefully, you know. dude. So, so, yeah, I voted yeah on this. Heck yeah. Loves, did you vote yes? I don't think we, took, uh, I don't think we heard. Brutal fence that it just couldn't get over. And ultimately, mm. the weird jazz chords uh, gave me enough of a reason <laughs> to say nah. Right. Um, but I struggled with it. I got to be honest. Um, I, I guess maybe even before I said no sidewalks was a perfect fence, this thing might have even beat that. <laughs> like, it was fence week last fence week. Fence on top for of me. a fence. Yeah. A fence on top of a fence. This was this one was was tough, but yeah, I just couldn't get over that that digression. Every time the guy wasn't singing uh-huh. and they were in that up tempo, yeah, I was into it. I was like, "This is great." 
<laughs> but anytime it was low tempo or freaking weird slowdown mo- moment, I was like, nope, not into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this is another Luke submit. Um, oh. And another song that I picked almost entirely because of the drop, like just, just like no sidewalks. Uh, I just liked, and they come at almost the exact same time around the one Oh five mark. Um, I just think that that little groove that they lay into there is awesome. And yeah, I'm, I'm not really listening to the lyrics or paying attention to what they're saying. Um, I'm happy to see that Berg like this because I do think the song had a little, uh, trapped in Dillard's by Foxing vibe to it, you know, in terms of it just not being your typical, your typical song. Um, for me, it's a song where the music is much better than the vocals and the chorus than all that other stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know why they kind of dropped the ball there with that weird discordant into the weird noises before they finally come back, you know, for the the big drop at 250, which I already played. Um, but I, I just dug the song, came on the DW, and I, it's probably not surprising there that it's the, you know, the trifecta of those songs you called out, loves, because I don't know if you guess out, but I'm... Right. Um, on Twitter this week, there was like the, the Spotify on repeat challenge. And the idea is that you can go to this playlist that Spotify makes for you called on repeat. And you can see what songs you listen to the most. And the idea was like, go take a screenshot and, you know, expose yourself in terms of what you're listening to. And I went to look at mine and it's literally just every song from the season. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> no shit. That's what I'm listening to. So there was no mystery there. Um, but that would kind of make sense if the DW is spitting out songs that are kind of the, uh, the Frankenstein's monster of, you know, previous, uh, TGP submits, which I'll take happily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what, what the community think of this monster? Uh, you guys were right with your comments a song ago. The community, uh, you know, they were big fans of these first five. This is another one that ended up on the right side of the fence. So got ourselves our third fork. Why can't I say fork? Man. Wow, hot. community goes five for five. They love it. We've, now, we've what's done going it. on? We've, 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 we've perfected music selection. We should just quit now. Yeah, uh, and that was five for five, despite one of the voters going all no on those first five. What up, Brent? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Brent, your, your scarf's in the mail, buddy. Don't worry. We're, we got you covered. Wow. Well, time for a massive shift in genre uh, for the second half. Should we go get it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's. All right. First song up on that second half, it's Blink-182 with Kings of the Weekend. Tickle it. Yeah. Can you read my thoughts? I'm not sure what I said. I feel dumb and... Uh, new set of subs, but we'll keep the trend going. Another split vote. Not great, not terrible. Well... I'm I'm gonna ride for this song. Who who doesn't want to ride for it? Who's uh, who's bringing it down? Who doesn't want to do what? Ride for it? Yeah. Who's who's voting no? Who's out? Yeah. Uh, this is a Berg nah. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah, this was a Berg yes earlier in the day. the The fence is very high for wow. a Blink One Eighty Two submit. Um, yeah. So I feel that this just isn't a needle thread. Wow. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, I thought this was a pretty no, great needle thread, actually. Yeah, I'm curious no, to hear your thoughts here. No, it's not, and, I, I, and I, I tried to figure out why it wasn't a needle thread. I, I spent an entire therapy session, not about this song, but actually uh, probably um, over a month ago, uh, an entire therapy session with GD Dave talking about Travis Barker, actually. Right. <laughs> remember, yeah. remember, Dave? Um, and yeah, you guys probably saw the links in the admin channel at some point the day after. Right. Yeah. So... 
yeah, the, the drums amazing. Uh, this is as far as if this was a different band, uh, what I would be looking for. I tried to figure out what was missing in this song, and I've been out of the loop as far as uh, what is going on with Blink One Eighty Two. And then I realized that uh, Tom DeLonge is not on this song, and that like right. the 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 lyrics or not the lyrics, but the the vocals are. I, I when I was first listening to, it, I was like, why why is every why is it sounding so bland? Like, why is huh. everything else sounding so great, but the the vocals are sounding bland? And so I was like, like, oh, who's missing? What's missing? You know, I, I, I've seen Blink-182 maybe twice, and I didn't uh, follow them after whatever their first or second breakup. Um, right. So I guess Tom came back briefly, and then, and he flaked on this album. So yes. I, when I was listening to the song, I was like, man, uh, if they somehow collabed with WK on this song, <laughs> it would be amazing. <laughs> or... Um, like this song with WK would be amazing. All right. So like this song has one of the worst screams ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have that scream drop? Uh, did I send you the scream drop? Yeah, no, I've got it. Bring it back from, from last week. Okay. Right. Here you go. Yeah. That's a horrible scream. They got the memo about how we're into screams on this pod. So yeah. And I can't remember, I can't remember the other guy's name. This, whoever's singing on this song, but Matt, his, Matt his, Skiba is his name. Yeah, his vocals are just, they're good when paired up with somebody else. Right. Huh. Um, and so, yeah, for this, this song, that's what was missing for me. I, it, it was a jam, but it's not like, it's not clearing or it's not threading the needle for like getting me back into listening to blink 182 or, or trying to figure out uh, what, what they've come out with in the last 10 years since they've gotten back together. Interesting. Mm. Loves. Yeah. Well, it's a love submit, so why don't you go, Luke? Yeah, okay. Well, I I will kind of say the opposite of all that in, in one way or another. Uh, I always thought DeLong's voice, like, while unique, really had a thing to it, and it doesn't help that I used to listen to Kevin and Bean, and they had a guy that could do, like, a really hilarious Tom DeLong impression. He'd be like, yeah, I'm submitting this song now, <laughs> you know? And, like, eventually, I had heard his impressions so many times that I couldn't take Tom DeLong seriously in any way. So when yeah, this yeah. album came out and it had Skiba instead, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I like this. And I always thought Mark Hoppus's voice, it always kind of blew my mind that this dude has sold millions of albums because, again, his voice is nothing special either. I mean, I know that's not a requisite of being a good pop punk singer, but you know, Hoppus's voice is, is fine. It fits, but it's not anything that you're like, Oh man, he really nailed it on those vocals. Whereas I thought right. Skiba's second verse was freaking great. We are the Kings of the weekend. I can feel my head falling off my neck. I need something. I mean, it's a long way from DeLong, but it's a much more like traditionally good pop tone to his voice. And um, so it that with the drums, I mean, we just need to listen to the beginning of this again. Like, this is so good. Yeah, the drums are amazing. Incredible. Um, so you, you combine all that with, you know, the, the power is to power chords and all the things that that a Blink-182 song is supposed to have. Um, and this album, I remember in 2016, like 
trying to make time to listen to the song or this album. And I just never stuck to my intentions there, but I remember listening to it a few times through and being like, this is pretty freaking good. Like, you know, for oh, guys that I love that, that maybe peaked in the nineties, allegedly, like uh, this is a pretty dang good 2016 album. So, um, yeah, loves tell us about the, uh, the submit. Okay. So I've made reference to Brent a few times tonight. Uh, <laughs> he drags me to a blink 182 show when they were touring this album. And I'd never seen him in concert before. Right. So we end up down in the pit near the front. Um, and I was blown away. I was like, wow, these dudes are super legit. And I don't know. I, I'd not listened to any of this album. I didn't really know that they were still making albums. I knew that Tom DeLonge had left the band and he wasn't there. And I was like, who's this dude? Matt something. <laughs> and, and they just kept on throwing down awesome performance anyways i i left it was like all right i i gotta go listen to that album and i became a hundred percent addicted it became a an album that played um for a couple of years non-stop in my house as wow. he was addicted to it yeah um we think it's from start to finish um look it's it's top two top three blink albums um yeah. it might be number one in the lover's house yeah wow. I, it's start to finish it's so 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 good so thanks to brent for dragging me to that show um i think that it might be suffering from um berg being in egypt or whatever he is where he doesn't have access to a car where or a safe place where he can really (laughs) shout and sing along yeah Yeah. like i don't even know berg if you're a sing-along guy but like i am with wk in the car yeah Yeah. and i'm screaming do do you agree though that if WK was on this song, that it would be amazing. Well, I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> well, yeah, and that's I don't like even know what that means. You can't like, grade a song I, based on is like, what if this other so artist is on I, it. I was no, I I was digging this song. It's just like the lyrics, or not the lyrics, but the the vocals just came off as not what I was expecting from previous exposure to Blink One Eighty Two. And like I, I said, it was a big a big point, and I totally understand. Yeah. So I want to tell you about and my so, experience when I first yeah. started listening to it. I thought that that Mark and Matt's voices sounded too similar. And you're really mm. used to hearing Tom's nasally whine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and c- contrasting that with the lower uh, register of, of a uh, hoppus. And you're like, wait, like I remember listening to the album for the first like month being like, I'm not a hundred percent sure which dude is singing right now. Mm-hmm. And right. it bothered me. And, mm. and I guess I didn't anticipate that criticism when I made this sub. Um, but it's totally legit. I eventually got over it and was just like, I freaking, I just think this song, it's not about the chorus. It's not about the verse. It's a hundred percent about the chorus. And when it jams out and um, the second, when, when, uh, when Matt comes in and he sings the no control, the second mm-hmm. one. Yes. I, I, I can't help but shout that when I'm in the car <laughs> singing along. It's so fun. It's I'm pumping my fist. It's so good. Yeah, the no control sing back is brilliant, and man, really plays live. I'm sure. Oh my gosh! So yeah, they they don't obviously they don't jam Travis Wayne in the back. Um, right. He he's basically like front and center. They have him right. on a riser. Right. And they split the stage, and he, he, he he's mesmerizing. It's impossible not to watch him. It's like watching a dancer. Like the physicality of what he's doing and yeah. moving around, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. You can catch a show with that dude. It is worth seeing 
Um, even though these guys might be in the retirement home, like if you can find a way to see <laughs> Travis Barker play drums live, it's worth it. Cause it's just like, I can't believe what this guy's doing. And he, he's, he's going at like, a, what would you call those? Not quarter notes, but like one sixty fourth notes. And yet yeah. he's still yeah. finding time to do these crazy twirls with the freaking sticks <laughs> in his hands and like yeah. throw them around and like. He is a maestro. It's unbelie- It's an unbelievable experience to see him. I'm, I'm curious what that dude's net worth is. Like, I think he may be one of the wealthiest musicians. Uh, well, he should be, right? Because right he's just now. working all because the time. He, he is like just he, doing so much work. He, and yeah. everybody wants him on, on their song because yeah. his sound is so distinct and so clean and amazing. Three, three random things about Blinker, the song. I've attempted to see Blink-182 three separate times, and these are not like on the same tour. These were like years apart and in different okay. states, and they have canceled on me every time. I am 0 for wow. 3. Like I had tickets in hand, and the show got canceled for one random reason or another. So there's that. Number two, the when Brent you know, posted a reason to reach for the volume and crank it up in the in the Discord, and I posted the guy blinking GIF meme. I mean, was that the best use of the GIF in the history of mankind? <laughs> totally over my head. That's freaking funny. Oh That's my gosh, great. people, join the Discord. Discord.thegildedplaylist.com. We're having a good time in there midweek. And then total tangent, we need to talk about there is a 16-second song on this album, and I'm amazed oh, that it only has... I almost th- th- subbed that, Luke. I almost <laughs> subbed... You almost subbed a 16-second song? The crazy yeah, thing about it is, that, cool. is that oh it, it only God, has like 30,000 spins. I have the whole song. We're going to listen to it. Let's hear okay. it, yeah. Let's listen to it we the first time. It. We may then, build it right by out. the way, there's, there's, we're, let's go back to back. If you can pull up this one, and there's another 30-second song. I just want to listen to them both. They're amazing. Okay. So, yeah, here it is the first time. It's called Built This Pool. So that's the whole song. <laughs> and the best part about it is that uh, Hoppus was on Kevin and Bean and he was ta- talking about recording this album. And they basically were like, hey, um, why can't I think of the drummer's name? Well, Travis, they're like, hey, Travis, like, I just wrote this, like, just come in here and you'll pick it up. Like, they literally told them nothing. They were just like, just start drumming like you're Travis Barker and you'll do amazing. And then they played that song and they sang those lyrics. And at the very end of that song, you can hear Travis go, wait, is that actually it? And I've, I isolated it. Like that's that's his actual reaction to playing drums on the song in the studio for the first time. Uh, it's fantastic. What a great little story. And it's so funny to me that if you look at the album on Spotify, that song only has like 30,000 spins while the rest of the songs have like 20 million spins. I'm like, who's skipping built this pool? It's only 16 seconds long. How could you possibly skip it? Could I get you? Is it is it possible to do a live poll of a song called Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, I think yeah. It's 25 seconds. <laughs> I'm aware of Bohemian. Yeah. Hang on one second. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, yes, let's see if this works. Uh, these guys are having a good time in the studio. They're our age and they're freaking cracking me up, man. Like, look, never stop. Shout out to Blink. Good times. Berg, you want to change your vote? You want to put this on the fork? I'm ready. Let's not not hear from the audience just yet. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, 
you know, I think my criticism is valid. <laughs> um, I, you know, and I'll say it again. Like if this guy, if these guys did a collab with Andrew WK, I'd love to see them both in concert. And I think that would be amazing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the song is a jam. Um, and yeah, Travis's drums just can't. Eric, I'm, I'm going to give you two other songs uh, to, to right. throw on. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to listen to them now. Are they? <laughs> uh, we're just going to listen to them. The track one is uh, called Cynical. It, it uh, you know, starts off with lyric. Uh, I get a cynical feeling that I've said everything I can say. Right. Like, it's kind of nice for Hoppus to start with that when Tom's gone and he's like got to carry the lyrical quote unquote weight for a Blink-182. Um, it's got to carry the with, lyrical like, weight. Drum attack, which is just amazing. Um, and then it goes into Bored to Death, which was the big single from the album. Right. Um, oh. Man, I, I, I just think this thing is banger after banger after banger. <laughs> Pop punk masterpiece. Yeah. That the dirt was on their grave. It was like, nah, they're, they're dead and gone. And like Brent yeah. drags me to the show, and I'm like, holy crap. These dudes are unbelievable still. So give Brent it a hand. Brent drags you to some good shows. Yeah, man. He really does. Way to go, Brian. Yeah. Oh, other random note. This album is called California. Are you even allowed to do that if you're not the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, what? how How did they get the rights to do that? Interesting. Well, it was Californication, but... Uh, mm. I'm sure Anthony, if he took the call, would have said... That would be a waste of time. <laughs> there you go. Or listen, listen to the album and get past the Tom, the missing Tom piece, because once you get past that, and you're like, oh, okay. Like, I, Matt was from the Alkaline Trio, which was kind of a not as popular Southern California pop punk band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was legit in his own way. And the whole album's freaking great. I, w- I really actually want to do like a revisit in six months on the whole album. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. Let's check it All out. Right. All right. So we have a late panel fork. Why can't I say fork? And how did the listeners feel? So got a, a couple uh, comments on this one. Got a, a passion token from Brent. He said, shocking. This song is fun, accessible, immediately likable, great tempo, sick guitar riff, and that incredible signature of pop punk with the band-wide 16th or 8th note rest to set up the heat. Perfectly exemplified by one of the tightest endings to a song ever. Have you ever noticed how hard it is to end songs? Not this one. Leaves you wanting the song to never end, but had it gone on anymore, I would likely, it would likely ruin this banger. Well done, Blink. Mm-hmm. Also, Blake coming in saying, I don't know who submitted Blink or why they chose this song, but I love them for it. This whole album is punk, pop punk polished to a sheen, which I'm sure upsets some of the delicate sensibilities of Blink Pierce out there. But for them to come back after a long hiatus and with a new frontman in tow and still put out bangers like this mm-hmm. is a testament to their staying power. It's also a Travis Barker is the goat and his insane drumming skills make this and every Blink song exciting to listen to every single time. Well said. Like father, like son. But what would they all vote? Uh, so it was important to get both of those in because we ended up exactly straddling the fence on this one, which is enough for a yes vote, which combined with the late raid, I'll make this a uh, second guild of the week. Thanks for late raid. <laughs> yeah, late raid. Way to go, Blink. Way to get a guild. Good job. Good job. Good right. job, Blink. All right, let's move all it right. on. What do we got next? All right, next song up, it's David Byrne with Strange Overtones. Uh, 
Uh, this is another one coming in as a split vote. Hmm. David Byrne. This is his third song on TGP. Is that correct in one way or another? We got the Salt AI Weird collab with De La Soul from earlier this season. Uh, yeah, Snoopy's. Season one, episode 15, Cross-Eyed and Painless from the Talking Heads. And now this. What's um, going on? Yeah. As is known on this pod, I am not a Talking Heads guy, not really a David Byrne guy. I squeaked out a yes for Garbs' submit from season one. I thought it kind of had the right little mix of Talking Heads weirdness. But I wonder if the submitter should have just subbed home or this must be the place. Like, are we afraid of meatball shame by thinking we're going to thread the the David Byrne needle here? I just I don't it's a it's an odd submit if if you're a student of the game and maybe this is just a listener submit and they really love the song. And that's that's cool, Dude, too. This is, this is the number one David Byrne solo song on his Spotify. Does he have meatballs? Bizarre. I mean, yeah, if you can't if you count talking heads, right, like. Home or this must be the place, right? Like, I don't know. It just seems like are there people that like, no, I only like David Byrne's solo stuff. Like, no, no one's saying that, right? So um I just thought it was a weird submit in that way. Um it was a soft nah after a lot of marination. The song gave me nothing to get super excited about. The solo is really bad, like reminiscent of Sugarman. Where where is that one? That's just a rough solo in here. are not notes i think that's what you said about sugar man that is not a note that we need to hear so you mix that with like you know his really i mean like where's the most egregious oh yeah the socks and mittens here you go Put on your socks and mittens. It's getting colder tonight. Snow- like that's his voice right there starts to sound a little bit like neil young or like tiny tim yeah Totally. Yes. Neil Young. I could see that. Uh, the the David Byrne registry that I think we all know and love, right, is during the chorus. Strange overtones in the music you are playing. And I could get behind the chorus, but the rest of the packaging was just was just not great for me. So it was it was Luke Nah. Anybody else feeling strong about this? Berg, Lubs? I was, uh, I was blown away that someone subbed this song. There we go. Thank you. Agreed. Have I have I ever talked to anybody about this song before? Berg, not, have I ever talked to you me. about this song? No. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like I, something, I, something I, going on. I love on. this song. I've, oh. I've been listening to this song uh, for a decade plus. When did what? it come out? 2006. Uh, 2008. 2008? Yeah. So yeah, wait, this I is not your submit, but this could have been an insta guild. Oh, when it okay. came on, I was like, "Wait, did I submit that?" Like I went and had to look at, like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What?" You forgot about <laughs> it, what you submitted eight weeks ago. Oh my goodness, good gravy. Yeah, I was blown away. I, I, I was like, "Man, have I, did I listen to this album back in the day and talk to somebody like did, did Luke and I listen to this at CNS? Like, what's going on here?" Yeah. Um, look, I didn't know this about myself, but there's a TGP subgenre of song that i really enjoy which is songs that talk about the song structure of their own song um and this song is right in the in the freaking pocket right um he's he's talking about the groove being out of fashion these beats are 20 years old um (laughs) i i'm i'm all into it i've been listening to this song for yeah since it came out i think it was on some some 
I don't think we had Discovery Weekly back then. I think it was just like on Spin's top 40 albums of the year or whatever. And huh. I ended up playing it quite a bit. And I haven't listened to the, this. I, it hasn't popped up for me in years. And so to have it just pop up, obviously I wasn't like, ah, did I submit that? But um, when it popped up, I was like, oh my gosh. I love this song. Strange Overtones. I haven't listened to this in forever. So it had that um, that needle threading reminder excitement thing for me. Past and, loves uh, gave future loves a little present. And it was yeah, in, so in the form I'm, of Strange I'm, Overtones I'm by Dave Bird. I'm to find out if it's like a Jono submit or if it's a salt or what. So let's hear it. Jazzbird, what's the story? Yeah. Um, well, I've discovered uh, that I guess I like david byrne i just had to switch over to spotify to see who this was uh not a bird submit <laughs> wow. but i um you know i somehow get on the right side of the fence when this guy submitted other than his talking head submit i think i voted no on that one right but yeah i dig the lyrics on this one i like they're quirky and fun and they grab your attention like i like that he chose the word mittens uh, with the coat on your socks and mittens. It's yeah. getting colder tonight. The mm-hmm. groove is out of fashion. The beat's 20 years old. That's great. And then if you can play like around 136, like that is some good quality Zamboni dropping that they're <laughs> weaving in. Um, that's yeah. that's that Zamboni is, with flavor, you know? That is some good Zamboni, yeah. Stutter in that Zamboni. That, it's, it's, the it's, period, all it's the right type of quirky. And I think this guy <laughs> has got a monopoly on it. Um, so I find myself liking it and I've never really explored the talking heads or his stuff past the stuff that you would hear on the radio. So yeah. I think I need to do that and on the flight home from Costa Rica before this playlist dropped. Um, I was like looking like, what am I going to watch on the flight here? And he's got some HBO special called American utopia. Yeah. Natalie and I and, watched uh, it. It's super weird. Super weird. Right. He's yeah, a freaking weird dude, but it's good. He time. likes to wear suits with with no socks or mittens. He likes to go barefoot. So <laughs> getting colder. Yeah. All right. Well, let's find out who subbed it. What what? So what's the story, Dave? So this one came in from listener Greg, who said, "Greg, timely timely song about two humans connecting about music without actually seeing each other or being in contact." Oh man. Burns' pronunciation of mittens will stay with you. <laughs> he likes the mittens lyric. Everybody loves the mittens. Nice oh my gosh, that's great. So uh, unfortunately, the, the rest of his listener crew wasn't aligned with him, and this one fell on the wrong side of the fence, so it's going to stay in the dustbin. Mm. All right. Dustbin. Fine. Has Greg submitted yeah. before? Is he a previous submitter? Yeah, he was a guest back in season two. Uh, okay. He submitted, if I remember correctly, an Arcade Fire song, kind of slightly deep cut, and then a kind of song by a band that I did not know at the time. Season one, didn't he have like a soccer related song? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, the he Parquet did. Court. Yes. Right. Parquet Court was, was good times. Yeah. Greg, Greg's got impeccable taste in music. I'm waiting for, for Greg to give us a little hip hop beat or something. So, oh. yeah. He, he's got uh, he's got good, good stuff. So, all right. Um, Bring it in, Greg. What do we got? Let's move on to our next song. Next song. All right. Next up, it's Unchained from Devin Gilfian. Gilfillian. Uh, finally, don't have a split vote. This one's coming in uh, with no votes. Uh oh. 
Thank goodness. I'm surprised. And I'm I'm also I'm also feeling like a little bit redeemed. Like you know, I'm, my brothers are here with me. <laughs> yeah. What what genre is this song? I you know, let, let's start with that. I, like my first bullet point is the genre, which is paint by numbers, inspirational bland basket of bland. <laughs> yeah. I said combo blues groove soul rock, which those yes. four things don't really add up, I guess is maybe kind of the issue, you know, like it's got that little jingly jangly thing going on throughout. And then it's got a nice smoky little voice that I could get behind. So it was fancy. I, I, I did vote no, but I also wrote in my notes that I'm open to potentially rating this if people feel really strongly. Um, but it sounds like we, we don't, well, we, or we feel strongly the other way. Yeah. Loves. I wouldn't say that the song is horrible or anything. I, I think this song is just way too safe of a, a, a typical of a song. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah. My, my note is this. Um, I like songs about people overcoming and breaking out and all that stuff. Right. Mm, um, that's mm -hmm. one of the most common tropes outside of like a love song. Right. Um, like, I could rattle. I mean, like, I want to break free by Queen. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Go overcome. It's great. Uh, Berg said it right. It's paint by numbers. It's it's trying to dip its toes in too many genre waters. It's like uh, it, it, it's it's not doing anything like outside of the norm or anything that really grabs me. And it's just like kind of boring. Um, soul with no soul. It's soul with no soul. I love that. Well, I yeah, hate I that. Did, but um, I didn't mind his little falsetto every so often like in the first the chorus ish trilly, what is that trilly instrument that comes in at 3 30 i don't it's know like but a it's guitar, bad but not a guitar do you, yeah. do you remember that uh, it's this that's 3 30 yeah that's 3 30 and that's mm -hmm. like i that was the theme for this second half was like weird middle bridges or solos that mm -hmm. like why don't they just like get a nice guitar tone and turn it up instead of like, like David Byrne was trying to do something weird and this guy's trying to do something kind of weird. Um, yeah. I mean, shout out to his vocals. Unchained and my heart is free. I'm still the man I was born to be. Oh, nothing's ever gonna hold me back. Nothing's ever gonna hold me back. It's just all so obvious, like all those. Yeah, and I compared the outro because, like, he does like starting at like three oh five. They just go hard with like the wall of sound, and I was like, well, they're kind of trying to do like a Doctor Dog, like play us out with music style thing, and it just it didn't work. It didn't have the same you know goods that the Doctor Dog just like yeah, let's just turn off the guitar and, and friggin' rock. This was like we've got a lot of production angles that we got to hit on this song, and we're gonna try to hit them all over the place. So. Um, I, I blame you, Luke. I hmm. Some poor listener or oh, no. somebody <laughs> subbed this thing after they listened only to Shades and were like, right. well, I could probably sneak this in. <laughs> Shades got in. Dude, this song has nothing on Shades. Come on now. Uh, Let's just take it easy. I don't know which, which way you're placing Shades when you say that. <laughs> yeah, well, we know Love Shades. Shades, love, shades yeah, is one of his all-time guilty votes. So I love the fact that we're still dunking on Shades. <laughs> yeah, even though it's a skill or a guilt. fork. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So it. let's hear it. Who's guilty? Yeah. What is it, Dave? Yeah, de definitely don't feel bad about Duncan Listener. This was along with uh, Undertow, one of the two DW salt ones that I just pulled in to, to fill out the goid at the end there. 
Oh, so, no worries really, on the dunks. You're really falling off, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> touch. Um, yeah, and listeners, it was other side of the fence as well. So finally got our first uh, salt air ball 20 subs in. Good job, <laughs> listeners. Full oh, salt. Even the listeners knew. That's great. Yeah. I have yeah. a new All drop, right. and it's not entirely accurate, but I want to play it anyways. Our 90s hippie jam band. You know what I'd rather listen to? Myself being shot in the face. Oh. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if it's that bad. But, yeah, just, I know. I just, I had to pull it. I, I was watching Happy Endings. And was that a little, that, yeah, I was going to say I Happy like, Endings. Yeah, I was like, well, that's going to the podcast. So there you go. All right. Well, let's move on to the next song. Next song. All right. Next song up, it's Hippocampus with Souls. Back to the streets where the kids are near. Love was around the corner from you. <laughs> uh, I, I heard a market in there, but you're not quite right. We're going uh, to split out on this one. Berga, you let us down. Crash yeah, let's just now. Berg, give me a break. Come on, Berg, tell us about it. Tell us why you don't like it, and then Loves and I can be right when it's over. <laughs> well, I, I don't hate the song. So this is a fence right. that... Um, I, what I was scared about with this song is I've got some history with, with these guys oh. falling out of my favorites. Like right. there's some of their songs that have been favorited and then I took them out. And this particular song I've never heard before. They do have one song that I really don't like. I like this song. Um, my notes were that a part of, so I didn't like that, like punching of whatever that, that uh, the punchiness of that instrument and whatever it is. Mm. Um, that was played in that sample. I didn't like the kind of the vampire weekend esque style of vocals. I hear that. Okay. Um, I do like. I really, really dig the clapping and the guitar picking at the fifty-eight second mark. I don't know if you've got that you that clip. Betcha, right here. Yeah. Bringing those claps. Clearly a grumpy yeah. submit. It's it's nice. I dig it. Um, Okay, counterpoint. Let's just tag team this one real quick. Because mm. counterpoint, it's right at that moment that I'm like, "Oh, dude, are these guys angling to be the opening band when Imagine Dragons goes on tour? <laughs> Is that what's happening here?" Uh, and okay. like, people shit on Imagine Dragons, but like, all right, like, there's a that's a certain kind of pop rock that yeah, uh, fine, okay. I don't. They have multiple have songs in, in the Billions playlist. Imagine Dragons does so. Yeah, they're in some. Uh, I get why people will maybe you know why they don't like them, right? But for me, I, I was thinking, okay, wonder if that's. Anyways, back to you, Berg. Yeah. So anyway, uh, since it was on the fence, and since I previously favorited unfavorited some of their other songs, mm. I was like, I, I'm not going to favorite it because then you know I'll probably end up unfavoring it. <laughs> And, I, and it's also like, it doesn't make me think, oh, I want to dig deeper into these guys' uh, repertoire since I've already kind of, you know, decided that I like I like their music, you know. Uh, it's not like I'm going to skip it, but I'm not thinking, oh, this is, you know, thanks for introducing me to this banger, you know. Right, right. So, not an uh, offensive submit by any means, though. Yeah. You know, it was a tough decision. I, I was Luke submit? On. Not, a, not a Luke submit, no. Um, yeah, I... This song has OOs that would make local natives proud. Like it got to where when I was marinating the song and even that little clip that we just played, like 
I would start getting ready to do the OOOs in my in my own mind, you know, because you like you eventually learn like, oh, that's when they break into the OOs and it's freaking great. Um, this song kind of has the cacophony thing going on, which the last song did not, which is to say, like, there's a moment when like they all play their instruments, but they've actually done the work to like make it all mesh, whereas David Gilfillian, Devin Gilfillian did not. Um, and I really dig that. And then obviously the the drop or whatever you want to call it, the drum bass, everybody at 120 is freaking great. It's real good. Yeah. And if I could go full hypocrite here for a second, I actually don't even hate when they do the guitar matching the vocal melody. <laughs> I do actually kind of hate it, but the rest of the song it adds up for me. So Some kind of ascending scale. I, I had yes. a note on that too. I was like, yeah. I, I, it's fun that like you usually get the the marching scale kind of thing on the on the baseline and right. it's like nah we're, we're gonna leave them uh, the <laughs> right. rhythm section back there we're just gonna put this on the vocalist and the guitar player right now you guys yeah. do that i was into yeah. it i didn't mind that and it's got the I, surfer I tell you what, guitar the thing i liked about this song luke real quick is that yeah i i this was like um geographer's song i okay. heard it and i was like oh i'm gonna like this yeah and i knew i was gonna like it in that 30 seconds intro where it's just like hey I'm just hitting my drumstick on the metal part of my snare drum. Cross sticking. And I got my other buddy over here palm muting some stuff. And mm -hmm. this other dude's going to finger pick some little guitar part with a cool tone on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And because because even before I heard where the song was going to go, I was like, oh, they're going to launch this thing. Like it, it was like it was like looking at the ski jump when I, you know, when I'm up in Park City. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. I can tell what's going to happen when a guy comes cruising down that. It's going to freaking come flying off. They had laid down a sweet foundation. Uh -huh. And when it took off, I was like, yeah, as long as they don't freaking biff it, uh, uh -huh. I'm going to love this. And I did. So Full crescendo. Yes. Here you go. Yeah, they landed the jump. Well said, loves. Luke, one other thing. Yeah. You put this one on shuffle this week and it comes on you know, before or after the Blink-182 song, you got back-to-back -back <laughs> screamers in the car. Right. Yes. You can you sing can along, totally. baby. Yeah, you got a stew going. You got yourself a stew going. Uh, <laughs> wait, I have that somewhere. Where did it go? Uh, anyway, talk amongst yourselves. I'll find it. Let's hear from the listeners. Uh, so I can read one comment while you're looking for that. Uh, mm -hmm. We did get a comment from Blake who said, dig in the hippocampus submit. So many great tracks to choose from with these guys, but I like the dig from an earlier EP. Minneapolis represent. Baby, you got a stew going. There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of before. Along with I've no sidewalks. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm more oh. like a giraffe campus and water buffalo campus, but that's just me. <laughs> Solid. That's a, that's a um, safari joke. joke, kids. So so as for the sub, this was actually uh, a season one salt mine that oh. I was afraid. I really wanted to submit it season one, but the, the <laughs> clap scared me off. <laughs> well, the, the, the clap scared me off. I just assumed I was like guaranteed Garber no vote. And so the chasing waves for a long time. The chasing waves vibes probably didn't help either. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, I finally, finally dropped it in the goit. 
Hold on, yes. I need to listen to it enough to notice the claps. Yeah, he did. Doing your research. Well, he was just sampling around. He was like, oh, I hear claps yeah. there. And then he jumped to like he the 310 mark. Yeah. Sample well, the ones and zeros and could figure out that. Um, Hot dog. <laughs> as as for the listener voting, this was uh, their favorite on the second five subs. So yeah. we got ourselves another fork. Yeah. Dude, nice work, GD. Fork? <laughs> Thanks. That's nice probably work. why GD wasn't so upset when he freaking launched an airball. Right. A second yeah. ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew gotta, I was going to bounce back. <laughs> I'm bouncing a, back. Who cares? He had a potential double market in there. Also, up human next. emotion. He doesn't care about that. So No. Right. All right, well, let's round into the last song of the list. What do we got coming Okay, last song of the list, last song of the Goit. It's The Tallest Man on Earth with My Dear. My body's in the summer storm. And no shocker on this list, it's another split vote. Not great or terrible. The splits. Who wants Bird, to go first? Bird, you want to go? I don't know. Somebody else can take it. Come <laughs> on, Bird, you go. Nah, you go, Lubs. <laughs> Bird, go. Me? Uh, does Luke want to go? Luke, uh, you want to go? It's, it's a Luke submit. You want me to go first? <laughs> it's clearly a Luke submit. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was a Luke submit. <laughs> okay. uh, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Uh, you don't want to go it's fine i'll i'll go fine i'll go (laughs) (laughs) you ready for me to go i think Uh, yeah uh yeah i voted yes on this one that's why yeah you did to go um (laughs) i was actually so this was a nice pleasant surprise because my first spin of this song first maybe one or two spins i didn't know who was doing this song and then i saw it was tallest boy or tallest man um and he's a guy that I've been, you know, looking forward to hearing more of his stuff and was curious as far as his stuff where he's not singing in the same vocal style as his other song, um, because that's mm-hmm. what initially really drew me to that other song. I loved that style. And so mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised to hear him singing kind of in what would be a more traditional singing fashion. But uh, yeah, so I dug the banjo kind of being played in a way that a banjo isn't normally played. It wasn't like really hammering. I, I assume it's a banjo. Is it a banjo, Luke? Yeah, what is I, it I think it's, yes, I believe it's a banjo. Okay, yeah. So it's not like hammering home that it's a banjo the way right. it's being played. Yeah, he's not I, playing the freaking the Deliverance song, right? He's just like, oh, yeah. let's just play some nice notes on this. Like it's a guitar, but it's a banjo. Yeah, he's being creative with it. And then it's got some, there's parts of this song where there's a nice background either... I don't know if, if it's some sort of strings or if it's some sort of digital sample or whatever, but it's kind of a little haunting um, mm-hmm. uh, that's accompanying the background there. And then you want to talk about lyrics. Like this is the opposite of unchained Yes, um, where you've got lyrics that are sort of mysterious and kind of grab your attention and provoke some feelings and aren't extremely obvious. Um, even though you kind of you get a sense of what this song is about, but uh, just yeah, it's it's really put together nicely. So I dig the fact that I like two of this guy's songs, and uh, this is where I would you know now I want to go and listen to more of of, of the tallest man alive. Um, so yeah, I appreciate this submit. Loves. Uh, do you want to go yet, or do you, do you want <laughs> to listen? Go, go? Uh, look, tallest man alive, season one, week seven. Yeah, did you like that submit? The tallest man alive. 
And so we get it's another Luke, Earth. tallest man a lot, t- tallest man on Earth. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's tallest uh, boy. <laughs> we get a Jono yes vote, a Lubs no, a Luke yes. Uh-huh. And a, I think a Garbs yes. Um, for a fork. Yeah. Here's what we've learned. I don't like Phoenix, and I don't like the tallest man on Earth. <laughs> I can agree with you on the Phoenix. <laughs> I got I got a quibble. I, I wasn't going to make a big deal out of this, but Berg, yeah, it's a freaking banjo. And yeah, he's playing it the way that banjo players play banjos. There's nothing like different about this banjo. What are you talking no, about? He's not, mm-hmm. no. he's not what, playing like, like, down like, home. He's not like you ripping know, the strings. Country like, jamboree. Yeah. yeah, this is not a typical banjo. <laughs> This, this is not your typical this, banjo. You need to expand yeah, your banjo, banjo repertoire. <laughs> you need to expand your freaking banjo, your, your banjo repertoire. All right, yeah. this is banjo at its banjoiest. Um, no, it's this guy's tune. the Travis Barker of banjoing. It's, it's a chill tune. This is I'm not. I don't really want to dunk on it. it. It's just never. It like it moseyed to the fence and it turned around immediately. It was just like no. Nah, so you didn't like the fact that it like. There wasn't a, any drums. I don't know. Does he have any drums on any of his songs? Not usually. I mean, there's a couple. couple I, dug, I dug the simplicity of the song. Yeah, that's he has a little, I, a little kick drum on this song, which is actually different from a lot of his stuff. Bad. But I mean, yeah, it's not like I, a drum kit. It's just you know, nice little kick, little uh, keeping the beat. Yeah, I dug the fact that it was so minimal and with kind of paired with the the lyrical meat. Right. But, yeah, that was- yeah, I could never even. You know what? For a lyrics guy, this is crazy. Yeah, I, I found the banjo was so banjoey, and <laughs> I thought that the me- the vocal melody was so. You know, you, you said that the Unchained was paint by numbers. I thought that the the vocal melody was the same. I was like, boring. Oh, There's man. nothing here musically that got me to even pay attention to the lyrics. Man, loves. I don't My know what my deal is. I don't uh, like this dude. Yeah, it's wild. Um. This is one of two songs that I tossed into the goit that were not DW finds. I tried to kind of keep myself on the DW train and um, I love tallest man on earth. Um, his, his first name is Christian. Uh, the last sub was from 2010. This album is from 2019 and Bert called it out. Like his vocals have kind of come a long way. Like he kind of had this, you know, Bob Dylan ish kind of weird twang to his voice way back when. And like, he's been singing for 10 years professionally. And I think he's got some new, some new range to it. And this song just has like an incredible vulnerability to it. I mean, it's, it's, um, I mean, yeah, some of these lyrics are great and not a lyrics guy, but like my morning isn't is empty and the streets are wide. I look for nothing and I feel all right. Stillness in the ways I try. And then you walk on by to indicate like, ah, I was doing great right up until then, you know? And it's just, it's sung so sweetly. Anyway, here's a little bit of the chorus. it's just i think it's a very very nice song uh and i didn't write down a ton of notes because i figured it was either going to work or it wasn't it's not a song i really feel the need to sell or justify i just i just like it a whole bunch um and side note for everybody but loves this guy's a great follow on Instagram. Oftentimes he'll just post himself like playing, um, just sitting in the grass in some park in Sweden. Like he's just a totally cool, du- cool dude that just, he loves music. He loves playing. And, uh, huh. he's been writing albums every couple of years for 10 years now. And you know, the dude's freaking, freaking, uh, you know, never ending songster here. So, uh, I dig him a ton. I think this is some of his best stuff and it's 10, 
12 years into his, you know, career. So keep it coming, Christian. Look, I hate to Is dump on a fellow Swede, but okay. freaking look, I went to the family reunion. I didn't see you there. <laughs> and it's not getting you out of jail here, buddy. Mm-hmm. You suck. Is he from the countryside in Sweden or is he from, you know? Uh, um, I guess I don't know. I feel like I've seen him like kind of pre COVID, like playing in some parks that had some people in it. Like there were some people that were like, Oh, Hey, this guy's playing pretty well. They gathered around, but it wasn't like a, yeah. Oh, there's the tallest man. Let's all, you know, call all our friends and like pull in a bunch of people. It was just him just like hanging out in the park playing, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. Christian Matson, Cool dude. Nice. Oh, Let's well, see if let's the find listeners out. can put Lubs in place. You rallied the Luke Johnson community to vote this thing into the fork. I, I try. Here we go. <laughs> so we did get a, a comment from Ben. He said, was a little disappointed that tallest man wasn't as good as his last sub, hmm. which I didn't vote for, but totally would today. <laughs> wow. So uh, a little redemption on the, the, the previous uh, tallest yeah. man sub from Ben. Doesn't matter. Still in the fork. Um, as for the... <laughs> the, the overall votes, uh, yeah, this one actually fell on the, the wrong side of the fence, so it's going to stay in the dustbin. No, oh, Christian. Mm. Well, it's the best we can do. Best we can do is a fork. All right. Anyway, I wow. thought it was a nice uh, track 80 for the for the goit or whatever it was. 40 for the goit, you know, nice little send off song. Send off. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that was our go, a goit experiment. Let's just talk mm-hmm. briefly about the goit. Did you yeah. like not having this submit anxiety week after week? What were your thoughts on the goit, Luke? Uh, yeah, I did. I did enjoy it. There were definitely times when I was like, oh, yeah, what do I still have left to go? Like, you know, it was every so often I'd go yeah. back and look at my list and be like, oh, yeah, I still have that song to come in. Just like you did, Loves, where it's like, yeah, I submitted these songs seven weeks ago. But I greatly enjoyed not having to figure out what song I was going to submit each week. And I enjoyed being able to throw in eight songs and in looking back kind of say, well, I submitted this song for this reason, this song for that reason, you know, and I was able to kind of do a little cherry picking of like different reasons to submit songs, um, which was great. So yeah, I, I think the experiment was, was a success and uh, we should think about running it back again sometime soon. Bird. Right. Yeah. Uh, I really like the Goit. I um, don't think I'm going to get the best friends belt this week because I didn't do the math. And so I had, well, that's a, I, I, just, I tried not to do it, but yeah, there, there yeah. Were, you could have like gone and like perfectly nailed the, mm-hmm. the guesses this week based on what was already there. But I tried not to do that. Yeah. So I liked the goit. The randomness was interesting. Uh, I was scared of the randomness from this week, especially if we were just going to do the first five songs. Cause I, I was expecting an absolute bloodbath and I didn't really know uh, what to say about my songs, <laughs> but having them all packaged <laughs> together at the top of this list, I yeah. did not like that. But no, three in the rest a row. of the Goit, I enjoyed. Yeah, the, three in a row and just such um, divergent from my normal, or I don't know, they didn't, three in a row that weren't full of energy, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. Very chill, those first three songs. But uh, yeah, the randomness of the Goit was good times. I loved the AFI Vendetta Red Week. <laughs> that was spectacular. <laughs> Um, there's a part on that uh, Vendetta Red song. It's around the two minute thirty nope. second. <laughs> yeah, get that no more. Uh-uh. Next song. Um, yeah. So well, let's 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 freaking bask in the glory here of Salt AI. I thought yeah. week after week, maybe this last week with just the the last dregs of the of the goit to be uh, pushed out here, it wasn't quite as thematically uh, tied together. But like the week before. Week eleven, Verona, yeah, one too many mornings, kites, no sidewalks, and twice, really chill, right? Um, coffee house vibe. You had the 
I, I don't know. I just thought I thought a lot of these uh, playlists had stuff that worked together pretty well. Right week after we got week, there was like some hip hop. Random.org never misses. Yeah, run the jewels and uh, little stems. That's yeah, good times. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's goit it up again soon. Um, I don't think we're goiting it up uh, in this next run, and we'll touch on that in a second. Just to to wrap up, what were our stats on this last uh, two playlist combo episode? So uh, solid numbers from these final ten. Got uh, two guilds and four forks. So pretty pretty solid week there. Um, in terms of the awards out there, Lubs grabbed the the final best friends belt for this one, uh, coming in at fifty six percent versus forty three for. The other two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other awards, Lubs is leading the way as we round the final corner here on the Gilded Scepter, and uh, Berg is just ahead on King of the Forks. Whew. Nice job, Holmesbees. Holmesbees. All right. Well, <laughs> loved it. Let's, uh, let's get in. We got uh, another five-song playlist coming at you. What do we got coming up in this week's playlist? Yeah, back back to normal subs. Maybe some sub anxiety there. We'll see. Uh, first song up, it's the Angel of Eighth Avenue. Let's claps out of here. Our I heard kids. you like clapping. Next up is Punchlines. Market. 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah. That'd be kidding me. Oh, it's so good. After that, yeah, we've got market. Leave the Night On. <laughs> they roll the sidewalks in this town all up after the sun. Market. Wow. Put another mark on it. I love songs about sidewalks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next song up, we got Not Now, John. Okay, seriously, no shit, Market. <laughs> oh, freaking Market. Fuck that. Market. Oh, boy. <laughs> and last song of the week, it's Deadly Sinners. Mark it. Freaking mark it. Yeah. Oh, you clearly got my vote. All right. Mark the playlist. <laughs> we vote now? Sounds like we got five guilders. Yeah, it sounds like we should just record next episode starting now. Five guilds and yeah. season three. Oh, Listen, boy. Little preview pump. There is a freaking needle threader right there. There is a hell of a needle threader right there. Wow. So, Maybe the great wasn't job. really the best idea. After all, anyway. somebody somebody freaking took out the thread, licked it, and went, I can thread this baby because I've looked long and hard at a certain catalog and oh, I just heard a needle thread and I can't mm. wait to talk about it. Anyway, wow. all right, friends, that's uh, that's called list talk with borderline song talk. <laughs> yeah, I request the cone of silence. Yeah, here it comes. All right, that's the only rule of this game. We can't talk about the songs until we, we get our votes in. So until next week. The, uh, the only rule that matters. Marinate. Marinate. Mark it. <laughs> so good. Shimmy, 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 shy, I miss it is. <laughs>